Welcome. You have landed on the Daily Objective from the Iran Center UK. I'm delighted you've joined us. And simply by the fact you're, you're here, you are part of our philosophy positive. We are students of objectivism from all over the world learning about objectivism from some of the most interesting and some of the most learned experts in objectivism. I'm not one of them. I'm a student like you, but I've been interested in objectivism for over 20 years. So I'm delighted you're with us and we're, you know, you're with us every Monday through Friday. We've got two shows we bring to you. We are the largest network of students of objectivism. Uh, once again, with you every day. And we're only here because of your continued contribution of what we're doing to what we're doing. It's just a couple of pounds a week, a month on the Super Chat as becoming a member of the, of the Ayn Rand Center UK, five pounds a month, again, 10 pounds a month. It helps us bring you Lots of interesting programming from people like Mark Pellegrino, James Valiant, uh, Jonathan Honig, and so many others along the way. People like Harry Binswanger and even Dr. Peacock himself. They've all been on our channel and we're all able to feature them because of your continued contributions to what we're doing. So thank you for doing that. As I said, it means so much to our team from around the world, including the UK, uh, in terms of bring, uh, helping us bring you this programming week after week after week. So let's get right to it without any uh, further delay in terms of our uh, show today. We're talking a bit about something I know, oh, a little bit about that is hedonism. Not so much, but I know Ayn Rand wrote quite a bit about it. So we're gonna, that's what we're gonna talk about today again with your contributions and your support to the Ayn Rand Center UK, the question of selfishness. You know, isn't Ayn Rand all about selfishness, just kind of doing what you want, you know, just stuffing your face full of cookies, just doing what you want. Just stuff your, you want cookies? Have them all. Just stuff your face full of cookies. Or hey, if you want to drink, just have all the drinks. Just stop, you know, being selfish. Just drinking everything you want to drink, right? Or just, hey, you know, you're being selfish. Just grab that woman's purse, steal that person's money. That's what we're doing when we're being selfish, right? Just take it. Or how about sex? You know, you want to be selfish. If it feels good, do it. Sleep around, do it. F everyone, do it. This is, this is selfishness. No. If it feels good, do it. Um, no. Not, I believe, in Ayn Rand's opinion, certainly not in my opinion. Morality in life is not simply about doing whatever you want. That is not selfishness, as I believe Ayn Rand understood it, and certainly not rational selfishness, which is how she uh, illuminated it. So let's go straight, as we often do here on The Daily Objective, to Ms. Rand's understanding. The, objective, the objectivist ethics proudly advocates and upholds rational, oh, wait a minute, let's go back here. Rational selfishness, rational selfish, which means the values required for man's survival qua man, which means the value required for human survival not the values provided by the desires, the emotions, the aspirations, the feelings, or the whims of the needs of irrational brutes. And that is straight from the objectivist ethics. So it is not simply, if it makes you feel good, then I say, do it. That is not what Miss Rand upholds. That is not true selfishness. That is certainly not rational selfishness. And that's not what we uphold and what we are going to discuss today. In fact, we're going to discuss just the opposite of that, hedonism. 
which of course is what objectivism is often accused of being. Oh, you're an objectivist. Oh, just, just do whatever you want, right? Just do whatever you want. That's objectivism. Oh, just F everyone else and do whatever you want. That is not, in my opinion, objectivism. This is hedonism. Hedonism is, now quoting from Ms. Rand in the Playboy interview, the doctrine that holds that the good is whatever gives you pleasure. And therefore, pleasure is the standard of morality. Objectivism holds that the good must be defined by a rational standard of value and that pleasure is a first cause, but pleasure is not a first cause, but only a consequence. It is only the pleasure which proceeds from a rational value judgment, which can be regarded as mortal, moral, and pleasure as such is a guide to action, not a standard of morality. We're going to give you a couple of examples of that today, starting with one taking you, I guess, way back to the 1970s, and early 1980s, something that was a phenomena here in the States, disco and the epicenter of it, Studio 54. Now, Studio 54 has been talked about and explored in many different uh, kind of books and movies and documentaries at this time. But in the Studio 54, which actually Dr. Peikoff talked about in terms of this idea of the me generation, was this the me generation? This was sex, truly sex, drugs, and rock and roll. This was selfishness on display? Absolutely not. This was hedonism on display. Uh, and this is just a couple of the uh, kind of quotes of that era. There you see Andy Warhol, and I believe Jerry Hall swinging from a huge champagne bottle. This was an anything go attitude to sex at Studio 54. If you weren't having sex with someone every night, you felt like you could, said the former interview, uh, former editor of interview, Bob Cacciello. This was the hedonistic attitude. This was the hedonistic, not selfish, the hedonistic attitude at Studio 54. According to the, 19, uh, the uh, 2019 documentary about Studio 54, the club owner's singular fashion sense was less informed by the club scene and more by function. This is Steve Rob, uh, Steve Rubil, I believe, is the uh, the uh, uh, club owner, one of the club owners. Not only was he keen on wearing loose-fitting Hawaiian shirts, but his down coat was packed to the gills with money and drugs. Regardless of how hot and sweaty it got in the club, he wore the coat around in case he needed to hand out a party favor. Well, what was that? party favor. Well, at Studio 54, you might have seen this famous, I believe, infamous spoon with a little white powder dripping off of the spoon. This is very commonplace of what was the iconography of Studio 54 in the late 1970s and early 1980s. You see this in all the different uh, kind of shows about Studio 54. What was that spoon? Well, it was a no joke here, this was a cocaine spoon. And that little powder that you saw coming off the spoon was a cocaine spoon. This is hedonism. This is not rational selfishness. Here's again a quote from that area. The doctor started handing them out, some sort of a drug of that era. Uh, 30 people standing around us took them and then everyone started having this mad sexual orgy. All the men with their you know what, Al, everyone was feeling everyone else, the crowd moving in waves, all of a sudden you would find yourself some, next to someone you did not know. You know, this is hedonism. This is not selfishness. This is not rational selfishness. 
And to quote Ms. Rand now from the objective ethics to say that pleasure should be the standard of morality, which is what I believe this hedonism is, to say that pleasure should be the standard of morality simply means that whatever values you happen to have chosen consciously or subconsciously, rationally or irrationally are right and moral. You know, uh, 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 pleasures like a Coke spoon, like cocaine, like drugs. This means that you are to be guided by chance feelings, emotions, and whims, not by your mind. My philosophy, as Rand says, is the opposite of hedonism. I hold that one cannot achieve happiness by random, arbitrary, or subjectivist means, like as you know, exemplified as Studio 54. This is my interpretation as what was called the me era. You know, the me era, the 70s, 1980s, me, me, me. That at the time was interpreted as just doing what you want, going to Studio 54, doing cocaine. That is not what I believe objectivism understands as rational selfishness. Now, I know what you're probably saying. Oh, Jonathan, that was just, that was years ago. We've moved on now to something much more, you know, the party scene is much more rational now, if you will. And I say BS. In fact, just look as we often do here, rip it from today's headlines to a phenomena that's been going on for, you know, at least a, a couple of decades now, two decades, and that is Burning Man for those of us who are, who are following along. And thank you for, oh, gee, no actual uh, uh, contributions so far. You know me, I'm you know, well known as getting such the ultra huge uh, contribution. So thank you all to so those who have not contributed so far, but thanks to Bonnie. Bonnie is a YouTube member. Bonnie says, reason can feel good. In fact, it can feel fantastic. In fact, I think reason is probably the only thing that can feel fantastic. Does hedonism really feel fantastic? What about Burning Man? That's kind of today's version of Studio 54. Now, if you don't know what Burning Man is, it's this huge, I guess, party. They market it as a a festival in the middle of uh, the desert, really hot desert here in the United States. Again, marketed as a art, as a kind of art festival, but it really is an escape of hedonism, a do what you want, uh, uh, you know, center of hedonism. Uh, I mean, the pictures kind of say it all. These are people who, I guess, live normal lives and go out once a year over, I believe, Labor Day weekend for a two or three day explosion of hedonism. And, you know, if you don't, if you think this is just all kind of in good fun and that there's no consequences, well, this is just from yesterday, somebody died, uh, a 32 year old who died of what was likely described as drug intoxication, suspected as the cause of the Burning Man death. And I don't, I can't imagine that's the only one. I think that's probably pretty uh, de rigueur at Burning Man, if you will, likely at drugs in my scene, because that's what's celebrated at Burning Man. And it's not just drugs, this hedonistic behavior, but it's some pretty disgusting sex at the same time. Now, again, Ayn Rand, why are we even talking about this? Well, Ayn Rand has always talked about, oh, selfishness, right? So just F whoever you want, F as many people as you want, right? Burning Man, isn't that what, it's the epitome of selfishness. You're just take putting anything you want in your body, doing whatever you want with your body. And this person here, this creature with their his or her legs spread, drinking out of two uh, bottles of who knows what the hell that is, might be on his or her way from 
the Burning Man Orgy Dome. Now I'm not making this up. This is a regular occurrence at Burning Man and it is what is known as the Orgy Dome. From the Daily Mail, visitors to Burning Man's Orgy Dome share what it's really like inside the sex-filled tent, which is stocked with mattresses, lube, and clean towels. It's just gross. It's friggin' effing gross. Uh, this is hedonism. This is, I mean, it's just friggin' gross. Do these look like the best of man? Here's some of these photos. Here you have a man on all fours with his face covered in a tent, in a mask, all kind of, you know, kind of animalistic uh, jewelry all over him. Here's a woman covered in dirt and what looks like some kind of blood or, I don't know, barbecue sauce, but naked. Here's the quote, Orgy Dome works on the idea that you enter with a partner or partners and play with them. Quote, any interaction that does happen would be based around consensual communication. If you wanna do ejaculate on someone, you really ought to ask them first. <laughs> I mean, how gross, this is race from our YouTube. How clean, I gotta stay clean for even so long. Christopher says, yeah, I think I'll pass as well. But this is, isn't this supposed to be what objectivism is about, right? Just, hey, do whatever you want, man. Objectivism is about selfishness. Just do whatever you want. You want to go F all these people? Just do whatever you want. This is not objectivism. And, um, but this is what is presented as selfishness. Here's the headline from, I guess just, well, this is 2022, but wild moments from inside Burning Man's Orgy Dome from a broken penis to drug fueled rubs. Is this just selfishness? No, certainly not rational selfish as we as objectivists understand it and should understand it. Again, quoting from the objectivist ethics, now one can achieve happiness only on the basis of rational values. And by rational values, I do not mean anything that a man may arbitrarily or blindly declare to be rational, like, oh, I don't know, burning man, it is the province of morality, the science of ethics that define for men what is a rational standard and what are the rational standards to pursue. And I believe, and of course, Ms. Rand didn't comment on Burning Man. I don't think it was around in the early 1980s, but going to Burning Man and going to the Orgy Dome is not selfish, it's hedonistic. And it is not something a moral or rational person would be involved in. And you know, now Dr. Peacock, I don't believe talk, has talked about Burning Man, but he was asked on one of his uh, podcasts, the question, what is wrong with swinging at parties? Isn't this an explanation of sexual activities and the pursuit of pleasure that sex brings? And I thought this was very appropriate. So let's hear now from Dr. Peakoff on this issue. What's wrong with swinging at parties? Isn't this just uh, the pursuit of pleasure? Okay, what is wrong with swinging? That is in quotes at parties. Isn't this only an expansion and augmentation of sexual activities and the pursuit of the pleasure that sex brings. <clears throat> well, no, I think uh, you could define swinging as adultery without deception or promiscuity without pretense. In other words, without saying to the, implying to the woman, 
oh, I love you, you're so great, and then going next door to the next one. This time you're telling it right there. I'm waiting for the next one right now, but I'll just get through you first. If you know the objectivist view of sex, that it is not primarily physical, it rests on basic values, then you wouldn't even consider this. If you find your quote, basic value all over the place in a whole gathering of neighbors, in any gathering, you have no values. And sex to you is then just a physical sensation, like an animal. Well, you're free to live that way. But then I suggest you give up cooked food and just eat nuts and berries. <laughs> live in a cave and go a uh, uh, whole uh, hog with it. Uh, I actually think that the true motive of swinging has nothing to do with enjoying <clears throat> sex. I think they get a thrill because they are free of morality and they're thumbing their nose at reality. I can do whatever I want. I don't care what's right or wrong. I don't care about anybody. I don't care about anything. Nobody, nothing can touch me. This is my little realm. I want to pause for just one second. I think that's exactly, Dr. Beekoff there is talking about swinging, but isn't that kind of what we're seeing at Burning Man? No, I'm free of morality. No one can touch me. I'm in my own little realm. I just kind of, I don't want to interrupt Dr. Beekoff, but that really made me think of, maybe that's exactly the same, you know, essence of what's going on there. You flaunt my whims. And the proof that it's not any emotional attraction to the other people is a lot of them love doing it in the dark, where they can't see a blessed thing. They have no idea uh, uh, who they're doing it with, what age. You know, partly maybe they just want group membership. They like to feel I'm not alone in the room with a lot of other uh, Bodies here, but you know, for that, the New York subway is much better experience because you get a lot more people jamming into you a lot more tightly than a group orgy. Anyway, uh, that gives you an idea of my opinion of um, swingers. All right, great answer from Dr. Peekoff. And of course, recommend checking that out at his website at peekoff.com. But you know, swinging is, isn't that just that same hedonism? Just turn the lights off. And as Dr. says, if you, Dr. Peekoff says, if you find your basic values all over the place with the whole gallery of neighbors, then you have no values and sex to you is just like a physical sensation, like an animal. You're free to live that way, but I suggest that you just give up cooked food, eat nuts and berries and go whole hog with it. And this is wrapping it up here, what Dr. Peekoff says about hedonism. If man has survived, he needs the guidance of an objective and rational morality, a code of values based on and derived from man's nature as a specific type of living organism and the nature of the universe in which he lived, objectivism rejects any subjectivist ethics that begins, as hedonism does, my interjection there, not with facts, but with I wish, which means the rejection of hedonism of any variety. So objectivism is not selfishness. Just do whatever you want. If it feels good, do it. Uh, reject Eric Cartman's whatever, I do what I want. Dating myself a little bit with that reference, but we reject that wholeheartedly. That is not 
rational selfishness, I believe, as objectivism knows it. And as always, think to save the world, to save yourself. It's the simplest thing in the world. All one has to do is think. That is Dr. Peekoff once again. I've been fortunate to meet him. He's right. Couldn't be more right on that, uh, on that, that uh, point. So thank you for thinking with us and start by not even listening to our podcast, but start by reading Ayn Rand. That's what we're hoping to inspire you to do every day here on The Daily Objective. It's why I uh, try to bring up so much of what Ms. Rand has uh, written about and hopefully inspire you to start learning about individualism, learning about rational self-interest, and more than anything, reason. And you're doing that by supporting what we're doing here, the Ayn Rand Center UK, especially our members. You are what make this possible day after day after day, our network of shows inspired by objectivism, inspired by Iran. In fact, coming up at 6 p.m. UK, that's nine minutes from now. And I haven't looked, but given all the super chats I have, I could probably spend nine minutes just reading the super chats, but coming up at 6 p.m. UK, it's the reality show on, oh, one of the few people who's actually blocked me on Twitter, Abigail Disney. Yes, I've been blocked by Ab Abby Di Abigail Disney, too rich to sleep at night. This, what has that for a tease? So don't miss uh, the reality show coming up in nine minutes from now. And of course, if you're listening after the fact, become a YouTube member. It's like nine pounds, five pounds a month, and you get to support what we're doing here. Bonnie Bertrand is a YouTube member. She says, Burning Man seems like rich people apologizing for their money, totally lost without personal, rational values. I think that's one element of it. I mean, Burning Man, as I understand it, started as that kind of anti-capitalist ethos. Hey, we're all out here in the playa, just getting by. But, you know, it is what it is. I think a celebration of hedonism in its all this ugly, ugly, non-glory, debauchery, really, um, and disgustingness. And if you, if you followed it at all this year, it was like, hey, yeah, man, we were stuck in the mud and walked for eight hours and... I mean, is that really, how are you, I mean, that's, is that man at his best? Um, is that selfishness? Not, as I know it, not for myself. That's not being selfish for myself. So uh, what is, however, is certainly reading Iran and supporting what we're doing here at the Iran Center UK. So thanks to you. Keep it tuned here for more because we've got the reality show starting in just eight minutes. So take this opportunity to get yourself a beverage and strap in as I will be listening and watching to uh, Mark and James and all the gang with the reality show. So thanks for doing supporting what we're doing. And I'll see you next time for more of the Daily Objective. Wishing you best premises and be well.